0: welcome to my podcast my name is Andre Tyson today I have another exciting episode with you guys and before I jump into this episode I just want to take the time out to just acknowledge my listeners thank you guys for being very supportive of all the things that I'm doing since day one you've been consistent you've been loyal and you've been very supportive of everything that I'm doing so I just want to take the time out just acknowledge my listeners and second off i just want to acknowledge my sponsor who's been there for me um also um since day one and that the name of my sponsor is anchor anchor have actually changed my world um in terms of giving me opportunity to use this platform to record all the different amazing episodes that i've I was able to actually think of, write, and now publish because my work now, um, I basically decide to publish a couple of my episodes. So that way they're not just on one platform. And so you can go on amazon.com. You can, if you decide to actually buy from my publisher, um, I have a publisher website that you can purchase directly from me. But in any case, I'm so excited uh, for this journey that I'm on. I never in my wildest dream thought that something like this um, was possible. But again, you know, that's life. Things happen and you just got to roll with it. So I'm grateful for the opportunity and I just want to make the most of it. So today, um, I just want to basically deliver this episode that I've been working on. And this is... Um, the Sand of Time, Lessons of the Past. I've been working on this now for some time and I just felt like it's ready. And so um, this is the first episode in the series. I'm probably just going to do two episodes on this particular one. And I just want to briefly talk about, you know, a lot of people think about, um, you know, all the things that happened in the past. Some people wish they can go back to see certain things, to see how certain things were made. Uh, What was life like in that particular timeline? Uh, What did the people eat? What did they drink and so many other questions that? Basically come to mind when you think about the past, you know, what lessons did we learn, you know, how are we better now as a, um, a Nation as a people as a tribe are we much better than the generation that came before or are we? Uh, Worst off, you know what I mean is there more love support more gratitude or we become bitter More evil or they more wars back then than there is today You know, and so these are all the different questions that come to mind when people think about you know things that happened in the past so You know who of you have the power to control or manipulate time? Do you have control over the sands of time when was the first time you heard such reference? Or better yet, can anyone honestly state? Where did you, you heard the saying and who said it? The sands of time. Or better yet, time travel. The first time I can remember hearing such, such things was when I was watching this movie called The Prince of Persia and the Sands of Time which turns out to be one of my favorite movie to watch. These are the type of movie I like to watch. Mystery, suspense, action and adventure. What is so special about this movie anyway? And why is it your favorite? What is it about? Well, it's about a young street rat named Dustin who lives on the street. He would steal from the street vendors to feed himself because he was homeless. It just so happened that on one occasion the Prince of Persia was walking along the main street when Dustin, who had recently stole some fruits from one of the street vendors, the king man ran after him. He tried his best to escape, but they eventually caught up to him and they caught him. They were going to they were actually getting ready to cut off his arm because that was a punishment for stealing in that country at that time. So the king, the king's men drew their sword but at the last second, the king gave the order to stop because the king took pity on him and rescued him. From that day on, the king took him into the palace. He was known as Prince Daston not the street rat. He would become a great warrior for his country and the kingdom. During an attack on the neighboring land, he captures their princess, Tamina, and finds a fascinating looking dagger and a beautiful golden robe. At the post banquet celebration, King Sharaman was killed by the same robe was found along with the dagger. The robe turned out to be poisonous. As soon as he put the robe on he became ill. in a matter of minutes. He was dead and Dastin was the one who found it or discovered the robe when they captured the city and it was Dastin who was seen putting on the robe which later killed the king. Dastin was framed by his uncle who wanted the throne for himself. So he had to frame Dastin because he would be the only person standing in his way. Why? It's because Dustin had become this powerful warrior. With Dustin out of the way, there was no one stopping him. All this time, Dustin had no idea as to what was happening. Because he was just confused, he was frightened, and he was shocked. And all this time, so many things was going through his mind. And so he had no idea what was going on. So in a panic, he escaped with both Tamina and a dagger. Hunted down by his adopted brother, along with some of the king fighting men, the true sons of Sharaman, on here to the Persian throne. Dastan pressed on top of the dagger by accident, which activate its special power and abilities. Dastan discover that his dagger enable him to speed up time and rewind it for one minute, or slow it down, which allow him to take in all the details around him. While time is frozen, they see that his uncle Nizam or Nizam had burned him, which means that he is the one responsible for the murder of Sharamam. While running from the forces of Persia, Tamina tells Dastan that they must go back to her home, where the dagger origin is located. Apparently. Underneath the city lies a storehouse of sand from a mystical storm that have been stored here for thousands of years ago. The sands which give the deer power to rewind time by a minute. Tamina insists they must go back and destroy the sands before someone unleashed them upon the world which would result in destruction of everything. However, Nizam plans on using the sands to go back to his childhood so that he may kill Sharamam and become king himself. It's a race to the sand and only Dastan can stop his uncle from inadvertently causing the end of the world. That is a quick summary of the movie The King of Persia The Sand of Time. And I hope if you haven't seen it, that didn't ruin the movie for you. But at least it gives you just a sneak peek as to what to expect. Because it's adventure, the story is on point, and that's why I like it. So by watching movies like these, it definitely gives people all kind of idea and belief that these mythical stories are true. Which then cause some to question or ask questions like these. You know, what if I could actually, what if I actually had the power to turn back time? Where would I go and why? I know for myself, I wish I could go back and change some of my bad decisions I've made in the past. After seeing their outcome. But I also see how grateful I am for some some of those circumstances and situation. Because of them, it makes me the type of person I am today. But also the past is the past and nothing can nothing we can do to change that unless we have some kind of superpower like say the sand of time or time machine that allow us to travel back into the past and change some of the different things that we've done. However, the past is like a compass to show us how far we as a generation and the human race have come. It's also a teacher in which there's a lot of lesson that can be learned about the different events that happened hundreds and thousands of years ago and how we have advanced as a society and a nation. And it begs to ask yourself, are we much better than the generation that came before? In what ways were we better off or worse off a generation of today? Are we more kinder, more generous, more evil, more forgiven, more selfish? Were there more wars compared to now? What was the quality of life? Did people live longer or better than us? Was the quality of food much healthier than now, given that they didn't use such harsh chemical and pesticide? Than what we're being used today, with the rise of all the different empires and quests to con- to conquer another nation by destroying it, burn it down to the ground, and enslaving its people. If you were born during those time, where would you be? Well, I was in the process of writing this podcast a few days ago. Yes, so while I was um, in the process of writing this podcast over the summer, um, The Sands of Time, Easter After Pass, I had to stop because when I think of all the wars that was fought over the century and what's going on today, it sickened me to the point where it affected my sleep at night. I felt like I felt the same way when I watched the first rocket drop on the city of Iraq when America went to war with Saddam Hussein twice first in 1991 and second 2003 first it was um, George Bush Junior Junior or Senior and then Junior Um, and the second one was uh, 2003 and it lasted all the way until 2011 There have been between 184,000 to 270,000 civilians that have died, and close to 5,000 servicemen and women who lost their lives. Right right now, the world is facing one of the worst pandemic during our lifetime. And just when you think things couldn't got any worse, we have the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, who decided to invade Ukraine, on false and misleading claim that Ukraine wanted to join NATO. Here's a quote that was based on the art of war by Sun Tzu. It said that all warfare is based on deception. San Tzu, the heart of war. In 1994, Ukraine agreed to give up its nuclear weapon in exchange for safety from Russia or the U.S. invasion. Russia also signed off in that agreement and, and now they are the same country destroying Ukraine, which is crazy. The difference here is the Ukrainian people decide to stand up and fight for their land, even if it means giving up their lives while doing so. Just last summer, the United States decided to pull out of Afghanistan. Before they did, they trained over 2,000 Afghan soldiers who was fully harmed and equipped to defend, to defend their country, just in case they got attacked. the invading taliban instead of standing up to fight and defend their country the president flee to pakistan with all of the soldiers surrendering and giving up the president of ukraine however decided to stand up to the bully and fight back and die if necessary everyone around the world was outraged because of what's going on the building are being destroyed by a rocket attack by Putin and people are dying civilians are fleeing to nearby countries while all this is going on the international community are putting a lot of pressure on Putin by putting all these different sanctions on him on his people that is destroying his country all of the companies that had business in Russia decide to move their business out of Russia. And the value of the rubles, which is the Russian currency or Russian money, has gone down in value. Sure, Russia Russia is one of the leading um, exporters of oil. And so part of Europe who purchased oil from Russia to eat their homes And all this out of natural gas as much as they want to speak out they're also um, afraid of the backlash because they know that if their supplies um, is being cut off then they have to look for um, fuel from elsewhere Um, so the Ukrainian people and the military are also putting up a fight even though they are outnumbered and outgunned Other countries are afraid to get involved because Putin had warned that he would use nuclear weapon. So in the meantime, they offered Ukraine weapons instead, which is showing to have some effect on the Russian army, which is falling apart before our very eyes. The president of Ukraine has issued martial law, which means all men of the age of 18 to 60 are ordered to stay and fight while woman and child are brought to safety. And all these people that are fleeing are fleeing to the surrounding country. And so there's refugee all over Europe. Now, here's a brief history of Ukraine. In the ninth century, Kievan Rus was the original name of Ukraine. It was owned to the Slavic people between 1980 to 1015. The grand priest Vladimir ruled Kievan Rus which what's funny is that the name of the president of both countries Vladimir Putin and Vladimir Zelensky have the same first name. After that we had Ivan the Terrible and Peter the Great and during the Soviet Union or the USSR Ukraine and Russia was one land including Poland Lithuania and all the surrounding countries after the collapse of the Soviet Union all those country became separate and independent then the war of 1812 or the French invasion also known as the russian campaign led by napoleon in the 13th century the mongols empire also invade Rus, or moscow during world war two during world war one and two it was said that over 20 million people died then you have the roman empire which conquered the known world Its kingdom extended from Rome to the Mediterranean Sea in Europe, North Africa, and Asia. Before that, we had the Persian Empire led by Cyrus the Great around 550 BC which continued with his son Xerxes. The Spartans, however, stood up to the Persian Empire with only 300 men with nothing to lose this is what King Leonidas has said this is where we fight this is where they died after the 300 men died the entire Spartan army went to war with Persia who later got defeated by the Spartan who was much better fighting man and they were also outnumbered right now as we speak Vladimir Putin is trying to change history in which he's trying to control or connect the dots or the line which was once once formed when it was the USSR or the Soviet Union. When all those countries used to be one nation after the fall of the Berlin Wall or the collapse of the Soviet Union, each of those countries became independent by a free and fair election. Unfortunately, Mr. Putin doesn't control the sands of time, in which he cannot go back and change what's already been done. The president of Ukraine have decided to stand up for his people and his country and fight against Putin and his army, and because of his bravery, he has gained recognition and respect around the world he will always be known as the president who stood up to a bully as the entire world watched as a russian force advance to one city to the next by destroying each building with rocket attacks more and more people are willing to help in any way they can whether it's in volunteering to help the ukraine ukrainian fight and donating food and clothes what they need even Congress pass all these different packages with weapon and food to help Ukraine fight the Russian the United States led by NATO decide to impose more sanctions on Russia to destroy their country e- economy with all the major companies pulling and leaving how will this story end? no one knows because no one knows the future nor can they predict future events history is a map a compass a teacher a guide to those so to those who fail to study or understand it is doomed to repeat it and a lot of question is being asked while I was making this podcast episode and so I asked different people If you were to go back, where would you go? And what timeline? Now, while I ask this question, I also have them ponder or keep this in mind. Here are a couple of things to keep in mind when going back into different timeline or the different time zone or back in history. So say you're able to go back to any timeline How would you get back home, given that the technology that's being used today, it wasn't available in that timeline? How would you be able to convince the people in that timeline that you're not an alien or an invader? How would you be able to secure your position? So for example, if you went back to the time of the Egyptian, how would you know, that you wouldn't become one of their thousands of slave that built the pyramid sure you'd want to see how the pyramid is being built and what um, did they use with system what crane or was it just pure human strength to lift those heavy beam you know so those are all the different questions that comes to mind while visiting the Great Wall of China to find out why was it built and for what purpose? How would you secure or protect your freedom given that they had different rules and regulation back then? It's called the dark world for a reason because people were operating in a totally different system they didn't have the human, um, human rights organization as they did today so anything would go. While going to Mexico to the time of the Aztec to see how they built those pyramid Yeah, so how would you be perceived that's a, that's a big question, you know, and so yeah, you're you're in the time of The Aztec the Mexican people, you know, how would you dress because obviously people dress differently in those days? Um, would you be able to? Understand the local. You know what language would they speak? Um, how would you adapt to basically? You know the things they're saying. Would you be able to understand? How would you translate? Um, you know what device or thing that you were able to bring back in that timeline? You know how would the the local react to you? So those are the question that uh, people. You know I I post to different people who I talk with and now they actually stop and think and you know it's like go deeper but everyone at some point in their life always think about you know what are some things that they could do if they were able to go back in time what things would they want to change and so as we live in a different time line right now where things are so much easier you know we're not living in a dark world where things were chaos and and so many things can happen with disease and and stuff like that different pandemics. So we're definitely living probably one of the better timeline. Um and one person said maybe things were a lot easier. You know the, um, the 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 way how people live was so much easier you know and they didn't have to be burdened down by all these different bills and stuff that we have to basically deal with today. But then you also gotta remember like in the Roman Empire um, they were subjected to tax so people were taxed very heavily you know so if you had like a farm or you're making silk or whatever the case was you know probably you didn't have the amount of money to pay your taxes so you they would take over your land um, if you had a daughter you know then you couldn't pay they would take Your daughter away your child and they become slave and all this other stuff. So it's pretty interesting when you sit down And you really think about all the different possibility and things that 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 could happen so uh, I'm actually gonna um, stop for today, and I'm actually gonna do a follow-up episode on the same topic But this was good, you know The sand of time history of the past just looking back and different event that have happened um, And just think about you know how can we basically gauge a different timeline and stuff like that. So that's all I have for today. Again, thank you to all my listeners. I appreciate you guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe um, and share my content with other people that you love I uh, care about. Could be your family member or coworker, whatever it is. And you can always look for my books. They're on amazon.com under my name, uh, which is Andre Tyson. And the first one that I post, the first book that's for sale on Amazon is Keeping a Head Above Water. And the second, the follow-up book from that was um, Standing the Three Pillar of Health. So all those are available. I have more that's coming your way. So that's it for today. Thank you guys and I'll see you on the next episode.